Hello and welcome back to another episode of Brotherly Love of Sports. This is your host Corey Lovett, and you know I'm I'm here with my co-host and my brother Carl Lovett Jr. What's going on, man? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing 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 much better. You know, now that we're we're kind of out of the woods of the severe severe weather for yeah. for for a little while, but you know, yeah, I just I, walked in. It was yeah, it's getting pretty cold. But we, I looked at the forecast next week. We got some better days all ahead. Absolutely, sure. you know, you know, <laughs> I I was tired of you know the tornadoes and the tornado warnings, but. No, obviously, you know there were some people who were, you know, mm-hmm. more impact, more more impacted by 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 it than us. So, you yeah. know, obviously, want to send condolences to those who lost their lives. Absolutely. And real quick, before you know, we get started with the sports talk, I also want to send my condolences. I was going to do this last week, but you know, obviously, we didn't record. Want to send my condolences to everybody who was impacted by the, you know, the Nashville shooting, the senseless shooting. Absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously, we have six dead, three. Three adults and uh, three kids, and you know, just want to send my condolences and you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody. You know, all the families that in, that are, that were impacted by that, and you know, obviously, you know, looking forward to better days when we don't have to talk about senseless stuff like this. So, absolutely, thoughts and prayers, and it's you know, it's 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 almost unreal that we have to continuously come on and talk about these type of issues like that, but you know. It is a real thing, and, you know, the scary part about it is to me is that, you know, I never thought I'd see a world where you have to be fearful to send your kids to school, you know, yeah. in the place that they should be, doing all the right things. Absolutely. You have to be fearful, but, you know, that's just, you know, just how the, the world we live in today, I guess. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, again, like I said, you know, condolences and thoughts and prayers to everybody, you know, all the families impacted by that. But, uh. You know, as we as we transition, you know, hopefully, like I said, you know, be- better days are, are ahead, and hopefully, you know, in the future, we we don't we don't have to talk about stuff like this. So, just thought I, you know, shed light on that situation really quick before we got into the sports talk. Now let's transition to a little sports talk. Now um, we got to talk about your Lakers, man. You know, obviously, we we've been talking. Like, no, nah, I, th- I think they, I think they, I think they've become more your Lakers uh, of late no. than they have mine. You, I mean, you you picked them to win it all, so and that's what I, I mean. I don't think I picked them to win it all, but I I gave them I gave them a, a shot. But you know, I'm I'm gonna kick it over you here. I'm gonna set I'm gonna set you up with this. Obviously, you know, I I've been more bullish on like like you lose to. I've been I've been a little bit more bullish on the Lakers than you have. Mm-hmm. And you know, they they've been playing well of late. You know, obviously, we seen last night um, the game against the Jazz. Um, obviously, you know, going to OT and LeBron kind of taking that game over, and uh, they they got a really a really big game tonight against against the Clippers. I don't right now. I don't I don't know if LeBron or, or AD will play. I'm going to say I'm going to say I think at least one of them will one sit of them out. Will play. Uh, one of them will, will yeah. sit out. I think it will be more so AD because he hasn't played back to backs all year. So I think AD yeah. more likely will sit out tonight. Yeah. So obviously, you know, this is a big game with the Clippers. You know, obviously with the with the West shaking up the way it is, you know, obviously, you know, the the Lakers sit at the seventh seed right now. Um, they're tied with the Clippers, who who hold the tiebreaker right now um, at the sixth seed. And uh, so, pretty big game tonight. And uh, the West is just like, man, it's just freeway. It's a freeway it, at one o'clock in the morning. You just don't know. You just don't know how how this thing is going to shake up. So. And like I said, it's a really, really big game tonight for the Lakers. They could possibly avoid avoid the play in, you know. So I'll kick it over to you. What, what do you What do you see foresee this thing shaping out? Do the Lakers avoid the play in? Will they be in the play in seven, eight, 
will they make that six where they don't have to have to have to be in the play in and can get a week off and rest up for the for the playoffs? Where do you see this thing, thing shaking up? Well, whatever the outcome ends up being, the night is going to play a big role. Obviously, you know that this is a big important game in terms of how it's going to shape up. You know, in terms of who who does get that six seed. Uh, you know, you alluded to they're tied with the Clippers right now. They both they're both they both have the same record at I think forty forty one and thirty eight. But the Clippers do hold the tiebreaker. Correct. So if the Lakers win tonight, they will they will slide into that six seed. And uh, if the Clippers win, they'll keep that six seed. And the Lakers, they'll be a game to have have the Lakers with the tiebreaker. So obviously, this game, if the Lakers want to avoid the play, and this game tonight is pivotal uh, when it comes to that. But. Uh, you know, like we said, I, I, I really don't know what to expect. I don't think that I, I would be very shocked if both AD and LeBron both play tonight. Because um, just like I said, knowing, knowing you know those two injury history, AD, I don't I don't think he's played a back to back all year. And LeBron, you know, I don't think you know. You talked about the game last night. Uh, you know, went into overtime, which it definitely, absolutely should not have gone into overtime. That would have been an absolute travesty had they lost that game last night. But they didn't. They found a way to win, so we give them credit for that. Uh, Le- LeBron didn't play particularly well in the fourth quarter, but he, he was tremendous in the OT. Yeah. Uh, he obviously, you know, you, you saw the bucket there late. The game went and lay up there at the end. So give him credit. Um, it's just hard for me to say, you know, exactly will, will they avoid the playoff or not by getting that six seed because I don't know what they – I think whatever happens tonight is going to play a big impact. So, uh, because they got Phoenix coming up, mm-hmm. and then I believe they finished with the Jazz. Yeah. So, you know who they just beat, and the Jazz, you know, aren't playing for anything. So, uh, you know, they were without Laurie Markin and Jordan Clarkson last night. The two best players. They're probably going to be without them for the rest of the season. I really don't see any. You know, you know, especially if you in, in the Wimby camp or trying to get him. You know, you really don't need to. You know, you really don't need, just need to try to do anything if you if you're Utah, but. Uh, Phoenix uh, is pretty comfortable. I, I think they're pretty set set where they're going to be. Um, have they? They're the number one seed now, ain't they? Phoenix? Yeah. No, I think they're still four. Are they? Are they still four? No, Denver is still number one. Memphis two. Memphis is two. And Sac, Sac is three. And okay. Phoenix are four. Phoenix, oh yeah, I'm, I mean, I say number one. I mean, I'm in the fourth seed. Okay, yeah, they eight games back at Denver. They ain't not catching them. But uh, yeah, they. I mean, you know. They're, they, they're two and a half games in front of Golden State for the fifth seed, and they're four games behind the Kings. for. So I think Phoenix is pretty much set there in the fourth seed. So they, I mean, you know, knowing Kevin Durant, you know, he gets injured going to the fridge to get a drink of water. So they may, you know, <laughs> uh, they they may, I mean, who knows what they'll, it'll look like in that game going forward too. So they may, they you know, it may be, that may, that game may not be as tough as, you know, it looking the same. But uh, and all in all, it, 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 would, it would benefit the Lakers tremendously. To get into that six seed and not have to play in the play, and that means you get a whole week of rest. You get to uh, you know rejuvenate. You know, you know, because you know your two, your two superstars like we alluded to are injury prone. You get a whole week to rest them. Um, D'Lo's been dealing with some injury issues. You get a chance to you know get in. So it would benefit them. So I, I, I would expect. I, I, I would expect for them to. I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that they do find a way to get in that six seed, and I'm going to say that they do avoid the play in. Um, I'm not, I'm not I'm not going out on, on the limb as far as out there as you did and picking them to come out of the West and then like that. But you know, I, I have I have been liking what I've been seeing lately. I will say that um A D has been a monster. But we we've seen him be a monster before and, 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 and you know, revert back to, you know, uh playing like um uh a Joel Anthony at times <laughs> instead of instead of Anthony Davis. But you know, he uh 
you know, and he uh, up these last these last couple of weeks, he's been an absolute monster. These last game, he he was okay last night, uh, but I, I really think you know he's been that, whiffing free throws lately. I don't yeah, know I don't know. He, he's got like the that. yips at the free throw line. He he was okay last night. I mean, I, I don't have any problems with the way he played. I thought they kind of, I thought they did a poor job. You know, this kind of falls on Dorham. They they kind of went away from him there in that second half, which I think that also really allowed Utah to kind of get back into the game or still made the game as close as it was during the end because they kind of, I mean, eighty, you know, sixteen first half points. And then he gets two shots in the third quarter. I think two shots in the fourth quarter. That just can't happen. You got to find a way to keep feeding this guy the basketball. But yeah, I, I am. Get, I'm. I'm pretty encouraged. I'm very encouraged. I think this team uh, does have does have the, the key pieces in place to make a deep playoff run. Not saying that they. Will, I don't. I'm not predicting that they will. But it, it, with Anthony Davis playing the way he's been playing, I mean, we. we I've, I've already. You already know. I've already said yeah. how I feel about this guy when he's when he's on his game. He's um he's as dominant as any player in the game or any player you'll ever see. You name him, Giannis and B, whoever. He he is he is that dominant as any, any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, LeBron hasn't been shooting the ball particularly well as of late since he came back from the injury, and I think I don't know maybe that plays a point. Maybe that foot is kind of still bothering him. Uh, he's settling for a lot of outside shots, which I mean you know he he was he was taking a good a, a good deal of you know outside shots even before he before the foot he missed time with the foot injury. Uh, but you know his presence just being out there, I think you know gives the, makes this team even more better than they were even without him. Of course, what he does, I mean, he can. We all know he can orchestrate and facilitate an offense. Uh, Austin Reeves, man, I, I'm a, I'm 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 a believer in this guy now. This 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 guy's here to stay. Yeah, I mean, this guy is a ball player. The energy that he plays with on both ends of the ball. I mean, he 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 can he can, he can get to the rim. You know, last year he really he really couldn't shoot the ball a lick, and I mean now I look at him now on some game he he just can't miss. I mean he he gets in the lane that little hezzy pull up that he does, I mean it's just automatic, and he plays with a lot of energy on He's all. He's playing on, with a lot more confidence, a lot now, more confidence, and since been and since been inserting that starting lineup, they they really feed off his energy on both sides of the ball. But yeah, I I, I I'm going to say I do predict him to get in the six seed, and I do believe I, I'm very encouraged by what I've been saying. I do believe that you know if if everything. Because, like you said, the, the West is wide open, man. It's wide open. Now, I do believe that Memphis should be viewed as the favorite in the West right now. And because they've been playing great basketball, Ja has came back from that. We all know his situation, everything he went through. He's come back and he has looked great. He ain't looked like he ain't missed a beat. And they've been playing great basketball. So I would favor them over definitely Denver because, you know, I'm not really sold on them either. Uh, and I would I would slightly favor them over Phoenix too, because I just simply don't believe that you know that Durant and Booker have played have played enough. And and Durant is a parachute player. We know you can just drop him into any offense, any lineup. He fit he fit pretty seamlessly. But knowing the injury history of of, of all their players with with Book and KD and and Chris Paul, we always know he's a hamstring injury away from missing time. So I really don't trust that going. I, I think I think. I think Memphis is probably the most stable team. There's probably less questions marks around Memphis than there is any other team in the Western Conference right now. So, uh, I would favor them. I, I think they they should be viewed as the favorites going into the playoffs for the Western Conference. But yeah, the Lakers, man, if they can, like I said, if they can somehow uh, find a way to avoid the play-in, and uh, you know LeBron can stay relatively healthy, AD continues to play the way that he's been playing and play consistently and stay healthy. And Austin Reeves continue to play what he's playing. 
Yeah, yeah. The sky's the sky's the limit for this team. They they do have a chance to you know make a serious run in the Western Conference, but I'm, I'm still gonna stay as much as reserved as I possibly can. I'm not gonna jump out the window yet, but I have I have been very pleased with what I've been seeing. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I agree. I've been I've I've been pleased as well with what I've been seeing, like you alluded to. You know, with the Jazz game yesterday, probably shouldn't have came down to that. But you know, a lot a lot what I think. You know, a lot, a lot of that, what that has to do with is, you know, they're just getting acclimated to um, because a lot of these guys came at the trade deadline. So and LeBron has been out and AD has had his has missed time. So there's I believe they're just trying to get acclimated and and they're trying to kind of figure each other out on the fly um, in a sense. And that win yesterday was encouraging to me because that's what you really want to see from a team to will a win out like that, you know, a jazz team who really has nothing to play for. And, you know, they're just, they're, they're playing out of their hearts. So for them to, to, to will that went out like that, that was encouraging to me. Now, with that being said, where do I think that they will land? Like you said, I don't know because the West is, is just, it's, it's literally the wild, wild west at this point mm-hmm. because they could possibly, and I think this is worst case scenario for for them, they could possibly be be the five seed and match up with Phoenix because I mean they're only a half game back of Golden State, and we know Golden State. I mean they beat OKC yesterday um, in a comeback victory, but they could possibly be the five. The Lakers could possibly be the five seed. Like they could possibly win out. Like you said, Phoenix they may not play play their stars. I mean because mm-hmm. like I think Phoenix is pretty pretty dead set on, yeah, they more, pretty, on where they're yeah, their, their main phoenix main thing main thing is health for them yeah. and that's what i think phoenix and the lakers are the biggest have the two biggest x factors in in these playoffs because phoenix x factor is their health and we and we said this when when, when the kd trade went down we said that health that is just going to simply come down to health because we know chris chris paul's had his injuries d book has had his injuries and we know kevin durant it has for the for the for the most part of the past three or four years has 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 dealt with a lot of injuries. So their main X factor is health. The Lakers' main X factor, which is probably the biggest X factor of the playoffs, is Anthony Davis and health. Without Anthony Davis, they're not. We we we've alluded to this. No matter what LeBron goes out there and does, if Anthony Davis it's is not down Anthony Davis, it's coming down. To it, it, yeah. it 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 means nothing. So with that being said, like 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 I said, I don't know. I I I believe if I had to, if I had to put a gun to my head today, and you ask me where, where the Lakers are going to end up, I think they're going to end up in that sixth seed. Mm-hmm. I do, I really do. I think they'll end up in the sixth seed. I think the Warriors have a chance to win out because if I look at their their last few games, they play the King, they play Sacramento. That that'll be a tough game for them, and then they they end playing the Trailblazers. So. Worst home, worst road record in the league, though. You yeah, remember that, and and so. that's and that's crazy for, for the defending champions. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man. Like I said, I've been I've been a lot more bullish than you have on the Lakers. You have, but I think I think the six seed is is where they're looking. And like you said, that would be that would be probably that would be best case scenario. I for mean, them. That, that would be the best they, case scenario. They get a week off, mm-hmm. you know. Get, you get to get some guys healthy, and you're playing. And I don't think I'm not saying take take Sacramento lightly because. They've been playing well, and Mike Brown should be the odds-on favorite for Coach of the Year. Absolutely, this year. 
Um, but you get to play kind of a a, a really uh, an unknown team yeah, who hasn't been a, here before. And, and they don't know nothing about this. Inexperienced uh, Sacramento team, and I think that that will really play to the Lakers' advantage. So, like I said, I think best case scenario is six seed for them, and I and I and I can really foresee that happening. You would pick them against Sacramento, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. bro, I told you I would pick the Lakers in any series, but probably Phoenix. I would I would pick the Lakers. Really? Like, yes, against Memphis. Yeah, but see, but see, Phoenix Phoenix biggest problem to me is obviously the health, which you alluded to. They they just don't they just don't get they just don't control the paint a lot. They they they're not a physical team. They rely a lot on the mid range, and obviously because I mean when you got Devin Booker and uh, Chris Paul and KD, yeah, three of the best mid range players yeah. probably in the That's game, your bread and butter. But you know when you when you get into playoffs and these teams really start cracking down, they get physical with you. You know we 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 all know they let them play, and the uh, DeAndre Aiden, you know he. He doesn't play at his size at all, you know. He he's not he's not really a physical big. That that would be the only, I mean when when you start when you go up against AD and you know uh, Jokic and some of these other teams in the playoff that that could certainly be a problem. But when you have when you have those two players that are just all, all offensive powder cage ready to explode at any moment, they're, they're going to be a tough matchup for anybody. But yeah, I mean. I would still I would still I still view Memphis. I think Memphis deserves to be viewed as the favorite going. In. I mean because. They're they're just I mean and and, I, and who who would have thought I would have been saying this a month ago? There just aren't the questions surrounding them right now as there are some of these other teams. You know we alluded to Golden State, their issues on the road. I mean, and, and unless they play all seven games at home for Golden State, I mean you got to. <laughs> I mean I, I don't I don't see how you don't question that. The Lakers question is all obviously health of LeBron, Anthony Davis, and consistency Anthony Davis. Phoenix, you just alluded to you know their question uh, marks with uh, their injury history, their superstars. In Sacramento, they they they've they've never been here before. It's been over twenty years since they last made the playoffs. So, I mean, I I think that Memphis is you know they're just not enough questions. They're they're not that many. Qu- I don't have to question a lot about them as I do some of these other teams. But as far as the Lakers are concerned, yeah, that 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 would be like you said, that would be the absolute best case scenario for them to get that six seed, get a week off, you know, get it, get get some guys rested, healed up because you do have some guys that's been dealing with uh with some injuries here and there. Um, you know, D'Lo's had you know an ankle injury that's been you know that's that's been bothering him um, for quite some time. You know, he's missed some time, and you know, you, you draw Sacramento first round. That's probably the best. Th- that would be the absolute best case scenario for them is to get that six seed. And like and like you say, I mean, you you get the fifth seed, you have to draw Phoenix. That's probably what they don't want to do. Yeah, that's know? that's the last thing that they want to do. Yeah, man, what what a first round series that would be if it turns out to be Golden State and Phoenix in the first round. Oh, I think I think Phoenix would sweep them. Sweep them? I do. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I, I'm not how on Golden State at all. Well, I would give Golden State maybe one game because Golden State Andrew Wiggins is coming back, so I don't. I think that that will help them help them a lot because he he was yeah. really good. And John Poole's been playing well of late. He has. He has. And you know Andrew Wiggins was really good in that in that finals run last year. So I don't know. I I might give him a game, but I just think Phoenix is just is just too good. I I don't think I just don't think. Yeah, and, it's and, just and, and and this is why I say that. I probably I would probably give him a game because like you just alluded to, obviously Phoenix probably will have home court. Can the can the Warriors win a game a game at home? Yeah, sure. But I think Phoenix is a good enough team to win on the road. I don't. I don't foresee Golden State winning on the road, so I I, I would give Golden State a game, mm-hmm. maybe, but I I would just give Phoenix the 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 edge in that. But yeah. that that would that would be that would be something to see though. 
I agree. Lakers win tonight. I don't know. I got to see who plays. If AD plays, no. If LeBron plays, yes. If they if they don't play, no, they don't win. So I, I think I think one, at least one of them will play. So it depends on what like which AD I'm getting though. If AD plays, I don't know. No, nah, but you you came out and said that you come. I, when, I do. When, when I, I, do. I when I when I, I tried the, when when I tried when I tried to broach this very topic with you, you told me you didn't you you, you oh he'll show up. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. So nah, I mean he will. You know will. in the playoffs he'll show up. Okay, if he's healthy, I hope so. If he's healthy, now I want to switch and talk about a team that's on the outside looking in of the play in, and that's the Dallas Mavericks. We kind of talked about them a couple weeks ago. But uh, the question that I'll pose here, and, and I'll start, and then I'll kick it to you. The question I'll pose here for the Mavericks is, was trading for Kyrie a mistake? And to answer that question, I would say yes. Looks that way. And I don't think it's just a mistake that you can just, just gloss over. I think this is a colossal mistake. Mm-hmm. This is gargantuan mistake. Like, when... When you look at the productivity that that that's been going on since since this Kyrie trade, if you just look at it, when Kyrie was acquired, the Mavericks were fourth in the West, they were the fourth seed, and now they're ele- and they're eleventh in the West, and they're half a ga- half game out of the play in. What is their record since acquiring Kyrie? I'm not sure. I had it earlier, but it's it's well it's well under 500. I do know that they I think they Well, lost, him and Luka both missed some time. They've lost 8 of their last 9 games. Yeah, I know that. One of those games was the, it was a game was against the Lakers when the, uh the Maxi uh, Cleaver yeah. game. So they 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 have been reeling since since getting Kyrie and, and this is why I say that this is a mistake. And if you look and this is their problem too. Offense is not their problem at all. Defense is their mm-hmm. problem because if you look at and that kind of shocks me because if you look at last year their defensive rating they were sixth in the NBA. This year they're twenty third. This year they are twenty eighth in blocks and twenty ninth in steals. So that's just a couple numbers for you. And, and and who wears the bulk of this is Mark Cuban. Oh yeah, absolutely because. He was was just dead set that that Jalen Brunson was not a hundred million dollar player. That looks and, like a bargain right now. And exactly, and we've seen what <laughs> what he, what he's done with New York, and he he to me he's more than a hundred million dollar player. So if you look at and, and to me this is why the Kyrie does, Kyrie Irving trade doesn't make sense. If you look at what what if you look at Jalen Brunson contract. What he signed with New York, what he was asking for, over $100 million. What he signed with New York, 104 for four years. So that's an average of $26 million a year. You trade for Kyrie, Kyrie is is $36 million a year. Obviously, we know they didn't pay all that because he was traded. But if you look at the trade that they made, they traded Kyrie Irving and Mark Markeith Morris for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, who – probably was their best wing defender who you can tell that they're really missing right now they gave up a first round pick and multiple second round picks all that for a guy who could possibly walk this summer and I think he will walk this summer so if you just look at this just look at this in the totality and they could possibly miss the play in this has been a colossal mistake from the Mavericks and 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 this really saddens me because I think that 
Jason Kidd will get a lot of will, will get the bulk of this blame, and, and I don't think he really deserves that. Because I think Jason Kidd is a is a is a good coach, I really do, and and all I gotta say is that 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 there is one common denominator in this, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. And, and I don't want to. And yeah, don't, I, I don't. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's he's to, he's all to blame for for the Mavericks struggles. But I really don't think Kyrie wants to be there. I don't know if you've seen the interview with Luca the other day about how much he missed Jalen Brunson and, and and all this and 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 by no means am I saying that Jalen Brunson is a better player than Kyrie. Not at all. But fit matters in in this game. If you would have kept Jalen Brunson. I believe, you know, that I think Jalen Brunson is is a much better fit for Luca than Kyrie is, because you look at two guys who are top top fifteen in usage rate, and you I don't know if you you watch Mavs game closely, but you can kind of see that that they they kind of defer to each other. Yeah, like okay, you much. go, I'm lit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of your turn, my turn type mm-hmm. of thing, and it's not in the flow of the game. It doesn't look fluid, so. Man, th- to me, this is this was just 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 a huge mistake, man. Jalen Brunson, I think Jalen Brunson, I think you really had something there. I mean, you got to the Western Conference Finals last year. If you add maybe like another two, that's I think Jalen Brunson can be a num- probably definitely a number three on a championship team. Maybe even a number two if you go get a, a a good enough three. So I mean, I just think Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban has to wear the bulk of this blame, man. I really do. This was a huge mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we, we, we. I think, I think, me, and you, we, we really discussed this very extensively, extensively when, when this trade first went down. We was like, man, this is the ultimate gamble. It really because, is because if this doesn't pan out, this has the opportunity to be franchise reckoning for 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 a number of years. And you know, like you like you said, Luca. We talked all the time about like what what who is the perfect compliment to Luca, you know, and we 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 used to question that all the time like what is the perfect number two option to Luca, and I really thought that Jalen Brunson was that guy, not and like you said, not to say that he's a better player than Kyrie, right. but I I don't when it comes to find the 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 perfect perfect compliment to Luca, I don't really think t- the talent of the player is, is what you have to look at. You have to look at you know like you said, obviously fit. And how and how how like because Luca instinctively, to a certain degree, becomes the system mm-hmm. in, in the offense, you know. And I feel that Jalen Brunson was more like you say it was more fluid. He didn't have to you know alter his game, and Luca didn't have to you know really alter what he did enough for them to both be effective. Because because you, you the main thing you struggle with is you're gonna bring a player in, what you have to what you what you have to make sure you can you you're gonna do is. Am I going to be able to get the most out of that 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 second option while also not taking away anything from Luca and his greatness? Can right. I can I can I maximize both of these players together in in terms of winning? And and obviously you know it, it just hasn't worked. I mean they, they, they've I think they've they've been one of the worst teams since acquiring Kyrie. They've been one of if not the worst team in the league. So yeah. And you know you talked about the defense, and, and like you said. I think Jason Kidd is probably going to be because you know they, we all know the head coach is always the first one to go and uh, and always takes is always the first target. But like you said, you talk about the defense. Listen, it, it, it's very very hard to to establish an identity defensively 
when you have two superstars that don't prioritize that side of the ball. And, and that's what you have here. And, and, and you know, that's why Luka, Luka and Kyrie can't be excusing this at all. Because when you're two superstars, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't prioritize both ends of the floor. Or, or well, let's just say, let's just say, I don't, I don't let's, let's just say that they, that they're just not adequate defenders. They're not good. Yeah. That I mean, it's hard for you to be a very, you know, a, a respectable and, and and you know, elite defensive team or close to elite defensive team when your two superstars are not at that level or don't prioritize that into the floor. Or don't every like not to cut you off, but I'm a, I'm gonna kick it back to you, but. In order for you, like you said, to have a defensive identity, your superstars have to buy in. They have to buy in. Not you don't have to be. Nobody's asking you to be first team all defense. No. but you have to buy in. Go ahead. Yeah, and you know Jason Kidd can you know he 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 can challenge he can challenge them to defend all they want to you know and we all know Jason Kidd he, he's a brass guy you know that that's what you know that's what that's why he bumped heads with people in Milwaukee you know he'll criticize players he'll you know he'll hold their feet to the fire and he'll do it publicly too we've seen him do it. And to superstars, you know, we've seen him, you know, call out Giannis, you know, in Milwaukee when he was there. Uh, you know, he's criticized. He's been critical of Luka at times. So, I, I, yeah, I just think, like you said, Mark Cuban has to is was the one that worth the bulk of the blame of this, Absolutely. obviously, because like we said, when this trade went down, man, you are taking an ultimate gamble if this doesn't work out. I mean, to give up this, you know, Luka's going to be a free agent in what he, he's going to be up for new country in what two seasons, and Kyrie can walk at the end of this year. I, I just don't know what would have possessed Mark Cuban to take this time, this type, this type of a gamble, and, and, and you know, take the risk of you know just just wrecking his franchise with a move like this, and f- especially for a player who, who you never know like what his next yeah. move is. Like there's there's been constant instability with this guy, and, and for you to, because I mean the questions even this offseason, the questions were with Kyrie like. Who would really? Who would trade? Who would trade for Kyrie? Like, who would give up? You know, kind of some of their young stars for a guy who's 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 very unstable and very. You know, you don't really know his next move, and you don't know. You know, one day is he going to show up? And you know, for 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 Mark Cuban to make that move, like we said, man, heck of a gamble, man. Yeah, really, really a heck of a gamble. Yeah, and, man. and I just don't understand. It. And uh, real quick, let me also say this: there's there's been a lot of talk out there about you know. I don't think I don't think the, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I just don't think they're a good team. But they're they're not mathematically eliminated yet. And there's been a lot of talk about should they should they you know sit Kyrie and Luca for the rest of the season? Hell nah. Let them boys play it out. <laughs> put put them out. Nah. If you still got a chance, because that, because that to me would be quitting. Yeah. I think they want to play. I think they. Wanna I hope. Play. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm just saying that that's and and, and and if and if I'm Kyrie and I'm Luca and you know the coaches in the organization approach me with that. I'm saying no. I'm playing because if you got a chance, now they they may get in the play in and they may lose the first the first game of the play in. Probably will happen. But nah, you you nah, you you fall in your shield with this one. If you're the two superstars for you for you to still have a mathematically mathematically still have a chance to make to make the playoffs and you know still become the team that you that you thought when you envisioned when you first made this trade for you to sit your two superstars, that would be a terrible look. For both of them, so I, I just hope I just hope that they that, that they that they do elect that they do play, and I like you said I think they do want to, but I was hearing that not if I just hope that 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 doesn't turn out to be because that that would be a horrible look for both of them. Yeah, and real quick because I know you got to take it or shake it, but real quick before we move, 
my you know my suggestion to I cuz I believe I I don't know about you but I I wholeheartedly believe Kyrie walks this summer. Oh yeah. So Kyrie's gone. The the best thing for the Mavericks to do to maximize Luka's talent is probably to do, you know, what what the front office of the Cavs did for LeBron, you know, when he first started. You put shooters around him. And, and get him some rim protection That's because you you have to first of all you have to address the defensive side. You got to get a rim protector. You got to get some wing defenders. And you, I think the main priority is getting somebody who's like a three three and D guy. Yeah, get, yeah, loaded up with a bunch of three and D guys and, and make and, and allow Luca to to you know yeah, and, the, and that way you can maximize his talent. Mm-hmm. Because because Luca is showing us that he he's great enough to carry a team. To yeah. uh in, in the playoffs, yes. we've seen him do that. So you at least know he's capable of doing that. So yeah, if Kyrie walks and we fully expect him to do so, just cater everything to around Luca, get him a bunch of shooters, a bunch of good wing defenders, and just let and just see how far his greatness can take you. Because we know his greatness can take you places. Yeah. So I think that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. And because, I think I think if you do that, you can somewhat savage, salvage, the. The disaster that you've created, yeah, right now. So. Because yeah, there, there, there is no easy way out of this. You can't just fix this on the fly overnight. And it, I, I mean, I don't know what you think, but has this all? Now, who knows what can happen? But does this all make the possibility of Luca leaving when it's time for him to recover? I mean, I think, I think, I that, think it has because, a, a lot because a we've lot all to do with it. because we've all we. I mean, like I said again, we talked about it. We, we it, it takes a very certain special player to play alongside Luca. And he may have to go elsewhere to find whatever that is, because clearly Mark Cuban is showing that he he he's you know he he's not fit or he's he's not done a good enough adequate enough job to be able to do that. Right. And so. then for with Luca, for somebody to have success, like I don't like for number two, someone besides like a KD, I don't foresee somebody of who's of that caliber who doesn't. Because we know KD can get you, like, 30 on, like, 13, 14 shots. Right. So I don't see anybody who can do that other than KD who's who's of that caliber, who doesn't, like, need the ball, you know. Like, I th- I, like when I start thinking of twos, I start thinking of people like maybe like a Bradley Bill or maybe like a CJ McCollum or somebody like that. Those guys need the ball in order to be to be effective. Like, KD, like, like I just said, he yeah. can get you 30 – like thirty on thirteen, fourteen shots. Like I said, so okay. I don't foresee like a, a a legit number two that that really can coexist with with Luca, who's like not who's a player of that caliber. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you know, it, it's it's kind of like Luca reminds me a lot of he, he reminds me a lot of you know oh seven oh eight Lebron. I mean, you know, uh, because you know he he's great enough to carry you know. Adequate, not less than less. Let's just call them guys. Guess what they are? A lot of guys, you know, to high heights. You know, he took them to the Western Conference Finals last year. And they ultimately lost to, to the to the eventual champions in Golden State. We all know LeBron took, uh, you know, Sasha Pavlovich to the finals in 07. But you know, LeBron had to he had to go elsewhere to ultimately achieve what he wanted to achieve because yeah. the organization just you know they they couldn't find he. You know, and he tried to his credit to get got to recruit guys to come on to Cleveland. Nobody wanted to come, so he ultimately had to go elsewhere. And that may be the case when we're looking at with Luca. 
whether the case is because guys won't, he can't get guys to come over or that the organization is just not good enough and adequate enough to build the team around him. But he may have to go seek elsewhere in order for him you know, to ultimately you know, find the team where he can compete for a number of championships because I would hate to see Luka turn into a, a – well, he, he may. I don't think he'll get one. But I, I would. See, I would hate to see him turn into a James Harden or you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, someone of that magnitude. No disrespect to Harden because he has. A good, I mean, I, I really do like the way Harden, James has been playing this year. But yeah, I, I don't want to see that. I, I, I want to see Luca in a situation where he has the ability to go out and compete for championships every year. Because I mean, a great a, a generation of talent like Luca, you obviously want to see that. So. So let's move on to uh, take it or shake it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. So let's talk a little college basketball. Okay. Obviously, tournament's wrapped up this week. UConn yeah. took it yes. on one of the most – probably one of the most dominant tournament runs I've seen the team have. I mean – Yeah, they were pretty the, dominant. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, they didn't they – were, they, they weren't tested, really, Yeah. this whole entire tournament. And then which – which before I get to shake it and take it, was that kind of surprising to you? I mean, I really didn't have UConn on my radar – Going into this, and I, I really didn't. And in fairness to me, I, I didn't really watch much of them at the end of the year, so I don't know if they were they were a hot team coming in. I can't remember. Did, did they win the Big East tournament before? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, but I didn't. I mean, Sonogo is an absolute monster. Yeah, and I like Hawkins too. Yeah, Hawkins is. I mean, and I think you would have to say that UConn is probably the, has is probably been the the premier basketball program at least over the last twenty years. Because they've had, I mean, well, they had some years where they've missed the tournament, but I mean, but three national championships with three different head coaches. Three different head coaches. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you really ever see that, but uh, yeah. So, but they they were pretty much tested, and what a tournament! I mean, and it was great. Uh, I was kind of disappointed because I would have loved to see. I, I thought FAU would have gave would would have gave uh, UConn a little bit better matchup. I think so. And I I don't know what a guy who I've been praising this whole tournament. Janelle, I don't know what he was doing on that last play that ultimately led to the to the uh, to the buzzer beating shot down the other end yeah. by Butler. I, I don't know what I mean. Uh, yeah, but you know things happen. We've seen gas before in the championship games, but but yeah, UConn awfully off, uh, wrapped up the men's um, the uh, men's uh, national best um, national basketball NCAA tournament with their win. But on the other end. The women's tournament wasn't bad at all either. It was very, it was, <laughs> and very so we all know LSU obviously took it against uh, Iowa in, in the final game on Sunday, which was, I mean, it, it wasn't really a close game, but it, it was, it was, an, more it, it, was it, it was yeah. a very entertaining game. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, and Caitlin Clark is a generational player. I mean, we, I mean, I, I don't think women's basketball has ever, in general, as whole ever seen, has ever seen a player like her. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she's just sensational. I mean. Uh, but this LSU team was obviously the better team, and they took it. And so my question, to get this question, I'm going to ask you. So take it or shake it, the the women's basketball tournament was a better watch than the men's this year. I'm I'm actually going to take that because, well, that's it's hard for me to say. I would say it was about equal, though, but I would say that, you know, obviously, you know, the men's is more of a draw. Because obviously, you know, every year you're filling out a bracket. I mean, I don't know who who fills out a woman's bracket. I mean, I don't. Well, it's done a little honest. bit differently. It's done a little bit. I don't think yeah. there's many teams in the, yeah. uh, in the, in the but, women's. But it was – I will say that the the women's was more – this probably was the most entertaining tournament 
women's tournament that I that I've watched in quite some time. Cause I, you know, I haven't really watched it a lot over the past few years. I I watched it a lot when you know UConn was obviously dominating. You know, with Maya Moore. Um, but this one was one of the most you know entertaining that I, that I've seen in quite some time. Like you said, Caitlin Clark, who's who's a female Steph Curry, you know, pulling up from the logo. Angel Reese. And man, South Carolina shocked me, man. I really thought that they would beat Iowa. But they blew it. Yeah, man. That 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 one shocked me. But I mean, and Caitlin was just out of her mind in that game. I she mean, was, she she, she just she just went berserk in that, in that second half. But I mean, uh, South Carolina was. I mean, they were one of the most dominant women's te- women's basketball teams of all time. Yeah, Don Staley has done a done a terrific job with that program. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I would say it was about equal because I I really enjoyed the men, the men, the men's uh, tournament as well because Lamont Butler that shot. Got me out of my seat. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie, but it, it was. I think they they were both equally entertaining. Well, I, I, I'm gonna say I, I, I'm gonna take it in this regard is because this was such a big moment for women's basketball, and I think you know when you have, you know, uh, and I'm, and because mainly because of Caitlin Clark. I mean, you know, the, she she's the big draw, obviously, but. The men's basketball tournament did not disappoint at all this year. I mean, this this was a great tournament, and I, I think the fact that we that we had so many upsets, and you had two mid majors in the final two mid majors. So, so, I, so I think you know that we, to me is entertaining. And we we also talk about like a lot of the premier, premier programs are not you know Carolina didn't even make it. Uh, Duke got knocked out early. Ken, Kentucky got knocked out early. Kansas lost in the first round, or was it the second? I can't second. remember. But. So I think, you know, with the amount of upsets that we had in the men's tournament, it kind of took away some of the audience. I mean, because who watched – I mean, who who knows – who who has any familiar with FAU or, right. uh, or, or, or Princeton and things like that? Right, unless so that you may, went to the school. That may have, like, from, from, from the casual basketball fan who just watches for tournament time, that may have kind of drew them away a right. little bit. In terms of that, but you know, as, as us, we gonna watch it regardless. Right. Me personally, I yeah, like to see I loved upsets. It. I, like, so I, 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 I love to see. I'm gonna two say, I, I, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna, so. sh- I'm gonna take it just because that because you know, like you say, the mid majors in there, it, it really, it, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't a juicy tournament in terms of like what the NCAA would have wanted in terms of money ratings, just because you didn't have all those glamour programs in there, but. Like you had Creighton, yeah, and, and and San Diego State in the Elite Eight, like. Like me personally, I like to see that. So like, I love to see upsets. I love to see you mm-hmm. know the mid majors. Like, like I like years ago, like Florida Golf Coast. I love seeing that. Like years ago, when uh Tennessee Middle Tennessee State upset at Michigan State, like stuff like that. I like I love to see that. Like, yeah, I think it's good for the sport. Me personally, maybe not money wise, but I think like I I just love to I like I like to see upsets, man. I like to see underdog stories. So. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm gonna shake. I'm gonna take it a little bit on never. Well, Roberts going to the. Yeah. I think uh, the Elite Eight a couple years ago. Uh, while we're on this topic, I, I, I do want to ask you this because this has been a big topic this week. Uh, Angel Reese obviously took a lot of criticism for what she did at the end of the game last. And I mean, you know, and me personally, I I I, I wouldn't. You know, that's something that I, I wouldn't do. I mean, I'm I'm not, but. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I never criticize people for, you know, when, when they achieve something to do something great, they let people know about it. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, that's just not what, what I, how I, how I would go about it, but I don't be critical of, uh, of, of guys or, or, or women doing that. But 
she did what she did at the end of the game. She taunted Kaylin Clark. You you know the story mm-hmm. uh, by now. What's your thoughts on that? Why do you think it was so? Because basically, what she did to Kaylin Clark was the same stuff that Kaylin Clark's been doing throughout the duration of the turn of yeah. the tournament. And, and look, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm a huge Caitlin Clark fan. I, I've watched I, I've I've watched a number of her games last year, and I, I pretty much every game I, I got a chance to watch it this year. And you no, know, that girl that girl she talks when she plays. She talks. That's what she does. And the, that's part about like what makes her you know the player that she is, the age that she does play with. So, what's your thoughts on just the reaction that Angel Reese garnered or gauged? By her actions at the end of the game, opposed to kind of the, like the re- or the non-reaction, I should say, when it came to what Caitlin, when Caitlin Clark was doing some of the same stuff. Well, first of all, let me preface it by saying I had no problem with what Angel Reese did. Let no, me preface it by neither saying did I. that. Um, now, following her around the court, pointing at, at, at the ring, was it a bit much? Sure, but that's that's all I got. A bit much? Maybe, was it a little bit? A bit much? Yeah, sure, but. Like anybody who's been a part of cause competitive sports knows that trash talking is a part of the game. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's been a, a part of competitive sports knows that if you dish it, you have to be able yeah. to Yeah. Like they coming back at you. Yeah, if you if you dish it out, you have to be able to take it back. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I had no absolutely no problem with what, what Andrew Reese did. Um because I mean we know, especially when you're when you're the headhunter, like Caitlin Clark has been, you're gonna get. They say the 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 best the best form of flattery is is imitation. Mm-hmm. So when so when she does that, that's the ultimate sign of respect. Absolutely, ultimate Abs- sign of respect. Ultimate that, sign of see, respect. See, and, that, and that's what I took from it. Absolutely, that's what I took from it because so, she's not going over to some 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 player like. Of some bench player and like absolutely, them. she went directly. She, right. she walked directly over to Caitlyn, got in her face, and, and right. did what she did. And like you said, Caitlyn talks too. Like we just seen oh, her oh, te- telling the loser yeah, player, yeah, down fifteen. Shut yeah, up. shut up. So, oh, oh, when oh, she looked at the uh, the South Carolina player, and looked at the lane and waved. Yeah, yeah I mean, so this is like trash talking is a yeah. Part of the game. I, I, I had no problem at all with Angel yeah. what Angel Reese did, and you know a lot of this, a lot of the re- negative reaction that that was garnered. And I'm just gonna come on and say it. A lot of it hinders on race. I think. I think you know you can obviously equate that to it. But I, I think you know it, it's more. It, it's it's a more of a sexist issue than anything because I can I can I can kind of, I can guarantee you if that if that were back and forth happened in the men's game, wouldn't would nobody wouldn't, be talking it about that? It wouldn't get any attention because None. I mean we've seen like I don't know if you remember a few a few years ago when the Rockets played against the. Uh, the Warriors in the in the conference finals mm-hmm. and, and Chris Paul did the shimmy on Steph Steph yeah. Curry. So I mean, we see like, that all the time. Was that attention? So I mean, guys, like let's like and, and we. As a matter of fact, we just we, we we actually just seen it a few weeks ago when Patrick Beverly hit a shot on LeBron James and did the too small. They played two nights two nights after that. Austin Reeves hits a shot on him. What do you do? Too small back at him. It happens all the time. Yeah, I think it was a huge overreaction. But I mean, and, and yeah, I just I, I just overall, I, I think it's it's like. We we have brought more attention to women's sports though. So. Yeah, yeah, we done that, but I I don't like it to be in this light. Yeah, because I think what it's doing, I think by the people that are going out there having those reactions, I think what they're doing is trying to do. They're trying to do everything from taking away what 
this LSU team and Kim Mulkey did this year with this team is incredible. I mean, you, you talk about a whole different team, and let's just say it, all black. I think they had one 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 white player on their team, uh, and that she was a she was a walk on bench player, and you know, Caitlin. Caitlin Clark is viewed as, you know, obviously she's the face of, of college of women's college of basketball. And, you know, I think, you know, it's just doing a lot of it, like the make, making those conversations doing is, is, is doing a disservice to that, that group of young women and what they accomplished by trying to trying to shed light, bring light on, you know, stuff like that and not focusing on what, what should be the bigger picture of what, what they did by winning it all. You know, and for you know, we we heard early, um, earlier, you know, in the week, you know, uh, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden saying that, oh, I feel that you know we should invite Iowa to the White House. I mean, it's just, stuff like that is just unnecessary. You know, we, we we don't need to go to those lengths. I mean, but like I said, I I don't I don't have any problem with Angel Reese did because I've never had a problem with stuff like that. And and like I said, if it was if it if it was in if it if the, if that same back and forth happened in the Final Four and um. In the men's tournament, we're not talking about it. We're talking about UConn, and they won. So let's just talk about. Let's just leave it at LSU winning. That's it. But uh, but real quick on Caitlin Clark, I'm gonna tell you this. I think I think I think that girl can be a a, a global superstar. Like I think she has that type of that's, and like you say, you know, you called her the fe- uh, the female Steph Curry. That 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 those, those comparisons are warranted because. She's as good as a shooter as you as you'll ever see, me and all women. Yeah. And but the but the part about her game that really doesn't get enough uh enough credit is that she is a gifted passer. I mean a gifted passer. And she will turn the ball over a little bit here and there. But this girl can play. And uh they also need to change that rule. You gotta play four years at the women's level too before you can go pro. That that's 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 kind of I don't like that either. But other than that, I had no problem with what Ranger Reese did. I just had I just had to get your opinion on that. Okay, moving on. So, Joel Embiid has been unbelievable, man. Best big man in the game. Uh, last night, fifty-two points. Now, obviously, the the Celtics were without Jalen Brown, and I think Grant Williams. Did, nah, not Grant Williams did, but he got cooked. Uh, Robert Williams. I, mean, I don't play. think Jalen Jalen Williams was stopping fifty-two, but go ahead. But I mean, you know, but that, yeah, that's I mean Jalen Brown. That that's that's my point. That still that still doesn't take away from what Joel Embiid did. Uh, and after the game, Doc Rivers came out and said that it's over. The MVP race is done. So my question to you, my friend, who me and you have went back and forth on this a couple of times, you know, you've been a big you've been a big fan of Joel Embiid. So I, what I would shake and take to you is, has Joel Embiid locked up the MVP? I'm taking that easily. It's over. It's over. To me, it's been over for a couple of weeks now. Hey, oh, it's been over. Now, yeah. see, see, now yeah. you're going too far. It was over during, when he put 47 on his head. See, now, see. But, I mean, now, now it's, it's, it's definitely submitted. I mean, that 52, 13, and 6, I mean, that's just – and it didn't help Jokic's case that he went out and, and lost by 20 to, to, to the Rockets and only scored 14 points and had eight turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the to me, the MVP, MVP race is over, and it and – it, should be Embiid. So, I mean, I've been I've I've been singing Embiid's praises for probably two years now. So, yeah, I, I I'm I'm gonna take it, man. But I'm, you I'm don't a, sound excited about, about no, nah, because because this this is the reason. I, I would feel. I mean, after the after the last three seasons that Joel Embiid has put together, 
for him not to win to have won an MVP in any one of those three seasons it would, would be a travesty in it my would. eyes. So I, I think, yeah, I think I don't want to say in in a pity sense that he that he deserves his MVP because he he's been he's been, he's played phenomenal, but. If he, if for some reason, if he didn't win it this year, I mean, this that guy, would be insane. That this guy would has to be like, Seriously, man, this bro, guy, this bro, guy would have to be like, year, man, what do I have to do? If he don't win this year, Kendrick Perkins might have been on something. I mean, he, he he would just simply be like, what do I have to do? And I, you you know, I love Nikola Jokic. I think he's the second best player in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, I would have to say because Jokic, I know he has the numbers and they're the number one seed. But the some of the performances by Embiid this year have been incredible. incredible. I think he has like what four four fifty point games or something three three, and, and you know one of one of one of them was a fifty twenty game with with six blocks. So yeah, the, 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 this guy I, I I would I would say if you if, if I had a vote I would vote for Joel. I would vote for Joel. I'm saying it. You happy? I am. I mean, I've been saying it all. Man, all see now, nah, see now, nah, now nah, you see, see when you sit, when you start saying it like that, now nah, I don't feel, I don't feel sorry for the man because <laughs> because because hey, you you talking like this thing been in the bag since since day one. It ain't. I mean, for for for, have for I've been saying for, it since day one though. Yeah, you might have been saying it because you hate Jokic, but I, don't, I, I have I'm nothing saying, against Jokic at all. I mean, you, man, you had him ranked. You didn't even have him ranked in the top five at the beginning of the year. Stop playing, well, man. Well, I mean, uh, he wasn't. He might be now. He won back to back MVPs and he wasn't in the top five. That's ridiculous. That's, that's pretty ridiculous. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. That, that nobody was Steve Nash top five in the league at the time when he won back to back. You would. I mean, yeah. Nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. But he shouldn't have won back to back. But anyway, <laughs> case <laughs> in point. Thank you. But but, but 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 what I'm saying is this. What my point I'm making is this. Nikola Jokic for for the duration of this season. Was and was deservedly so the front runner in the MVP. No, let's let's not act like Joel was had, had him beat like was 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 sitting in the catbird seat and for for throughout the whole season he just dominated this season and this wasn't even close. Let's not let's not pretend on that. It's just that Denver has really struggled since the All Star break and Philly has kind of ascended. And like I said, Joel, I mean, if he doesn't win it this year, it would just be like I mean. If he can't win the MVP after the last three seasons that he just put together, I don't think anybody can win it. So that's that's the reason why I would say if I had a vote, I would give it to Joel. But he's still not better than Jokic. Here's what. Here's what. Before we move on, here's why I have a bone to pick with Jokic, and it's not necessarily with Jokic. Yeah, it, man, it, it's, it's okay. We we no, all it's have. It's not necessarily with Jokic. It's the, it's it's the media. He doesn't. For some reason, he doesn't get the same criticism that a lot of MVPs ha- have gotten. That's for I, I will agree with you on that. When Giannis was because Giannis was told that he had to win it, yeah. When Giannis was winning was winning MVPs and he was getting you know the wall built on him by the Heat and whatever, he he was he was like just criticized getting excoriated. Yeah, like it was it was ridiculous. LeBron was winning MVPs and, and and stuff like this, and and we know the criticism that he went through before getting his first ring. So that's that's where my bone to pick with. Jokic is he does not for some reason he just does not I mean getting swept by the Phoenix Suns I mean come on what are we doing here like like that like like I just don't understand why he doesn't get the criticism and and, and here's another thing like we try to act like when it comes to Jokic that that basketball isn't is, is, is just played on one side of the ball defense matters to me that's just me. Defense matters to me. Well, in fairness, that and, and well, Jokic has been a cone. Well, I as of late. In his, well, 
for most of his career, he's been a cone. Just for just for knowledge, just just to put this out there, and I don't know, I don't know how how it became this. He is ranked in the top fifty in defensive win shares in the league. I I don't know how that is, but he's in there. Come on, man! Like so stats like that, like those yeah, those, I, those advanced stats, like I, I I don't I don't understand how those are how those the, are calculated, like stuff like that. I don't understand, but I, like to me. Like okay, you can have your defensive win shares, your defensive rating. What does your eye test tell you? That he's a poor defender. Thank you. That's all I'm saying, man. Like we gotta stop acting like that. That like when it comes to Jokic, that that we just throw that out the window. Like come on, man. Like stuff like that. That's what my bone to pick with with Jokic is. Not necessarily with him. It's just the I, the criticism for him has not has not been as equal as for most MVPs, especially back to back MVPs. Like especially if 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 they don't win the championship this year, man, like something like come on, man, he probably still won't get criticized. Now, now let me ask you this: if if Joel wins this MVP award, are you gonna come at him with some of that same energy? Yes, you come I will. Okay, I think because that, we know he's had some of the he, he's never even reached a conference. He's never even reached a conference uh, a, a conference a conference final. Very true, and and he he's got criticized for it, and as he should. That's how it works. All right. Oh, hey, that's all I'm saying. That's that's my only thing with Jokic, man. Okay. I just gave him the MVP. That's all you're getting out of me. I ain't, I ain't got nothing else with Joel after that. I don't, <laughs> I don't mess with dude for real. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the biggest sporting events, well, to me, I know a lot of people, but this week is Masters Week. Mm-hmm. One of the big storylines, obviously, Tiger Woods will be competing. Uh, I, think he, I think his eyes to win, I put $10 on it. He's got... He's got plus seven thousand. Uh, uh, he's plus seven thousand to win the tournament right now. <laughs> For y'all that ain't but ain't betting savvy, not good odds. Not good odds. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is the favorite to win, who's also the number one ranked player in mm-hmm. the world. He, he he comes in as number one, followed by Rory McIlroy uh, at number two. Uh, so take it or shake this. Tiger Woods will be in contention Master Sunday. I'm gonna shake it, and you know I love Tiger. I really do, but he's to me. He's really just offered for participation at this point, mm-hmm. and uh, I, just, I he's done. No, I won't say he's done. I won't say he's nah, done. Nah, you can say it. No, nah, yeah. I won't say he's done. I won't say he's done. But like you can just see, like the past, the past, the past few um, golf tournaments that I, that I've you know that I've closely observed Tiger and watched them. He just doesn't look right, man. And and four days of 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 walking, and he just obviously can't and, do it. And obviously, we know we we know what happened with um the car accident. You know, obviously the broken leg, and it just seems that the walking and the course and going up those hills, walking up those hills by by the second day, man, he's just he's just worn out. Mm-hmm. Like he has nothing left. So yeah, like for him. To, for him to be in contention, contention on Master Sunday is a tough ask. Is now, I won't. I won't. If there's one person I won't bet against, you can't it, bet. You it, cannot. It, yeah, it's Tiger Woods because we thought he was out of it years ago, and he ended mm-hmm. up he ended up win, winning the Masters that year. So I won't. I won't count him out. But I'm just saying. Obviously, you know, it's not like you, you just read off the betting odds. Obviously, not likely, but not counting him out. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to shake on it too, but I, I won't rule it out. L- listen. If there is one man, one one man that represents 
persistency and, and and just resilience and desire to do something is Tiger Woods. The fact that this man can even compete professionally and and a go after what after what he's going through is just simply sort of amazing. I mean, you, we all know about you know the car accident that you know that could have tra- they could have unfortunately uh, it could have it could have really been unfortunate. Yes, really a really tragic event. Car accident he had a couple years ago in uh, Los Angeles, where his car flipped over and he was. I, I think they said he was going like ninety some miles an hour on a on a the, on the two way street or something. But prior to that, even before that, this is a man that's had four fusion neck surgeries, four. So I, I just I, I, I just say yeah. I mean I I, I don't I don't expect him to be in contention, but I won't rule it out, and. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you you say you don't want to say he's done. Yes, he is done. He's done being the Tiger Woods that 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 we that we that we knew him to, yeah, to be. I, yeah, yeah. That that yeah. that that Tiger yeah, is that's gone. That's over. Yeah, that's over. Because I told you, Tiger Woods at his apex in his prime is the best athlete I've ever seen. No one, and I repeat, no one has ever dominated any sport the way that he dominated golf for with 10, 11 years. Nobody has. The betting eyes used you usually used used to be Tiger or the field in a golf tournament. I mean, he was just that great. So that yeah, he's done in that aspect. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna shake it. But boy, would I love to see it though. Boy, would I love Man, to that see would, him. That would be great. Boy, would I love to see him out there that red and black Sunday at Augusta. I would love to see that. But unfortunately, I don't think it's just gonna happen because he just he physically physically is just too. Forget how he plays. I mean, he can go out there and shoot back-to-back 60s. In the 60s, back-to-back days, uh, round one and round two. And then come Saturday morning, round three is back lock up, and he can't, he, can't, he can't swing the golf club. So you have to factor that in as well. So I just I, – I, man, I hope he plays well. I hope he's in the thick of it because I would be watching. But, nah, just, just physically, it's, it's just too much to ask for him now. So, yeah, absolutely. That's all I got. I want to I ask you a question real quick. Go ahead. I understand what you just said about, about Tiger, about him being the most dominant athlete that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You would put him over Serena Williams? <sighs> okay, Serena did it for 20. Uh, see, see, Tiger. Me, personally, I'm taking Serena. Because the way she dominated, like you said, yes, yeah, she did it longer. But she – but. Uh, Thirty nine major titles, twenty three yeah, singles, but 14 t- Tiger doubles. Tiger was on that pace that he physically wrecked himself. Like if Tiger would have, what they got to do with Serena? Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. But I'm just saying, I don't think no one was as good at a sport as Tiger was was at golf. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. I, I I don't think so. So you think he's the best athlete of all time? I he was the best at his sport. It, during than his, any other athlete, than any athlete, athlete ever was, huh? Hmm. Yes. Okay. He I mean, was. You that, can certainly he, make a case. He was that great. You can certainly make a case. I mean, come on, eleven major championships in what ten years? Like, I man, the the guy, yeah, the guy dominated his sport like no other player has ever dominated any other sport. That's all I can say. When he was at his apex, now. I mean, we can't now. We can't say that his like when it comes to 
legacy-wise, we can't say that his legacy is greater than Serena because Tiger, Tiger crashed and burned. I mean, Serena went out. I mean, she, she wasn't what she was towards the end, but she was still competitive. Mm-hmm. Tiger's a shell of himself now. So, I mean, we can't really make that comparison. But, but I don't think that that, like, just like with Tom Brady, like you said with Tom Brady, and I think the same for LeBron, Tom Brady's legacy and LeBron's legacy is what it is right now. Like, if, like, the only thing that it could do, like, you could add to it. Like, if, like you said, Tom Brady could go out. If Tom Brady were to come out of retirement right now and go 0-17 next year, we would still think he was the GOAT. LeBron, right. LeBron can go out here and, and, and lose in the first round. You would still think he was the GOAT, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the same with Tiger. It, it, still, it still is a participation. Like, I think he's just participating at this point. But but see, the thing about... The, I don't think that... Even though he is a shell of himself, I don't think that that wrecks his legacy. But but here's the thing that you got to look at. For, his, for the length that he was great, you know, he came in in 97... And he and he and he dominated all the way up to about two thousand nine. So that's what twelve years. Twelve years. So as he's been as good as he as good as he was in those twelve years, he's been equally bad after that. So you have to. Like, I, I'm just saying you have to factor that in. Like, yeah, but I think. But when you're like, talking he, about he, golf, he, it's a different sport because you can play a lot longer in golf than you can in in, a, in, a, in football or basketball, like. Theoretically, you could play golf to your 50, 55, 60. So, I mean, you got to take into account the the sport too. That's why it's really hard to compare greatest like to to talk about yeah, greatest saying, athlete I mean, of all t- time because all the sports are different I mean, in its I, but, in but their see, own this retrospect. What, you, this is what you have to look at though, because like like you just mentioned, Tom Brady couldn't do could do like if Tom Brady had Tom Brady played twenty four seasons, right? So. For so let, let's just say for twelve years he was he was the best quarterback in the game, and for twelve years after that he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the game. That's essentially what it's been with Tiger Woods. For as good as he's been, for the length that he was great at the top of his game and how great he was, he's been just as bad for that for that same amount of time. So that's why his legacy doesn't match up to some of those Tom Brady, LeBron, Serena, uh, you know. But you just saying, in in his prime, it is I'm a saying place. when he was now when he was great, he was great. When nobody better than <laughs> that's what I'm when nobody better anything when he was when he was great. And that's all I'm saying. I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But I would still give Serena an edge. That's just ah, that's fair. That's I give it to you. Like like I said, you could definitely make a case for both. But yeah, can't wait to watch the Masters though. But all in all, man. Good to be back. Great, yeah, good great, to be back. Great, another great episode. Thank you all for tuning in yet again to another Cardinals. Episode. Go get some pitching, man. Yeah, Cardinals got some issues, but we'll, we can talk about that. Yeah, we, we won't say that in for next show. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in once again to another episode of Brotherly Level Sports. Signing off. Thank you.